Uh, greetings, folks, and welcome to Blipcast, the Boring Lies of Interesting People podcast, episode 65. I am Daniel. And I am Katie Lady. Allow me to cast with K. Mesmero, the 25th PhD, a.k.a. the new little K. Wait, hold on. Okay, so we're going to have to change the PhD thing soon to PhD, just kidding, JD, but that's going to be in about two years. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say soon, you mean like three episodes or something? Yeah, right? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just like... I got super stressed out and then I was not talking to anybody. It got so bad. So I don't, I don't know if I had this problem when I was like, when we could see each other face to face, Mm -hmm. but, um, I developed this nice little anxious habit where I like pick at my skin and create zits. It's like a really awesome thing that I do now. That seems pretty cool. (laughs) I got so stressed out that like my body didn't do the anxious thing because it was so anxious. So that's neat. Wait, what? So like, okay, law school itself has developed in me the anxious habit of picking at my skin. Right. I got so anxious and nervous trying to like study for finals and everything that I didn't either have time or my mind was so preoccupied with trying to learn shit in like such a short amount of time that I just like dropped the habit completely and now that finals are over i picked it right back up so like it's something i just yeah it's the worst and so like i'm breaking out all over the place it's really gross so you need more law school in your life then (laughs) i need more finals i guess i could just start like giving you finals if you want like make you write essays on shit that's okay i have enough to do (laughs) all right fair enough so what were you about to say before we started recording was that it oh uh i did you guys get the new Harry Potter box? Uh, yeah, Katie got it yesterday. How Did about you the look plates? at it? Yeah, those plates are fucking great. I love the plates. Um, but the rest of the box, I felt like... I guess I can't really ask you guys because you guys get the Slytherin box too. But I was like, are they giving us the stuff just because we're in Slytherin? And then I felt like really discriminated against... <laughs> For the listener's not, sake, what else was in the box? Because A, I don't remember. Like, <laughs> there was like a pin for Tom Riddle's diary. There was um, a shirt that had the dude from Fantastic Beasts in it, Grindelwald. And it was like, we're not hiding in the shadows any longer. Some, some you know, fascist rhetoric. And then, uh, I don't know. It was just like all, all Death Eater stuff. And it was really not the best. I don't know. Katie was thinking that the plates were worth the box alone, but that's because she's a crazy cat lady already. So No, true. And, like, you can use them. They look like they could even be used by, like, children because mm-hmm. they're made out of that durable plastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm down. <laughs> Are you going to stick with this Harry Potter crate thing? Yeah. I might. I don't know. I don't know. I I am planning to go to Harry Potter land (laughs) in England, though, when I'm there. Ah, that's rad. I don't even really like it, but, like, the the Universal in L.A. is fucking great. The Harry Potter thing there. And if you go to the motherland of the Harry Potter business, is it, like, one of those Universal deals? Yeah, it is. It's like a Euro Disney equivalent? Yeah. Is there more shit because it's England? 
Probably. I think because what the place here is diagonally, right? Uh, yeah. I think Florida okay, so has it, more stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I think the one in England is um, has like a a Hogsmeade, so that'll be cool. I'm not really sure on the specifics, but whatever. We're gonna buy tickets and go. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, cool. and then yeah. So I'm just planning for that mostly now, and I am doing an awful thing called the write-on competition because when you're done with finals. The only logical thing is to like extend your finals, right? Yeah, of course. Why would you relax? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I I'm entering into this competition to get on law journals. Um, so now I have to like write a ten page memo off of a hundred pages of reading and do some little problem sets in a week. Yeah. What if instead of writing ten pages on a hundred pages, you just rip out nine pages for every one page and just turn that in that sounds legit that's i think that's what i'm gonna do i'm a pretty smart i think i'll definitely get on yeah agreed so what have you been doing uh i've you know been doing the usual thing although i'm in a weird dry spell of shows right now but since we last recorded i went to a ton of shows and had some fun (laughs) at them it has been like two months yeah i looked it up our last episode dropped on the 18th of march Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it's not our longest space without an episode, but it's still it it felt like a while. Yeah. Uh, but not long after that, I think I touched on it while we were recording. I saw Alton Brown live. Oh yeah. That was weird. Oh. <laughs> it was cool, but like I expected it to be something more, something different. It was like a 2-hour show of him and he brings up people and he made fun of this lady for being a vegetarian for like an hour. And made her eat, what was that one? Oh, she had to spin this big wheel of stuff and make cocktails. And mm-hmm. she got uh, like a, a liqueur. I think it was Kahlua or something like that. A milky liqueur. Uh, she got mouthwash as her mixer. And Ew. some, yeah, it was a bad time. And some other alcohol that made it all clash and the whole point was to teach you how freezing something can change the flavor of it so like first it was really really bad then they froze it with like uh like dry ice liquid stuff whatever that stuff is called yeah uh they froze on that on like this big steel plane and then they had it like ice cream and apparently it tasted better but still gross (laughs) and then part two was like he it was all about popcorn and he came out and him and two other guys played some synthesizers over a stage light and the stage light popped popcorn, which was kind of cool, but the song was like kind of bad. And then they, he told the story about how he was a kid. He just like hacked air popcorn machines and tried to combine them into a rocket that cooked hella popcorn. And then that didn't work. And he brought out the original rocket. And then he said, now he's got money and time and he's smarter he could make a better one. So he had one that was like two stories tall, full of like 40 or 50 air popcorn poppers and shot popcorn into the crowd. It was a weird thing <laughs> to happen at the Mandavi Center. Yeah, for sure. But it was it was really interesting. But like it could have, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. It wasn't that. It was still kind of cool though. That sounds a little sensationalist for Alton Brown. I'm surprised. Uh, during the show, he also like dropped little tidbits of information about stuff he's doing, like his brunch show, whatever the hell that was called, is coming back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be the head something on Iron Chef. 
all this stuff that if I had cable and the cooking channel, I might be more stoked on or Food Network or whatever it is, but I don't. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that show wasn't on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, huh. I also saw Coheed and Cambria again. Ooh. They did How's the, that? It was great. They did my favorite album of theirs, Good Apollo and Burning Star 4, the one that has like Welcome Home and Wake Up and stuff on it. Yeah. They did that in its entirety, and I've been wanting that for oh years God. and years and years, and I was so stoked. Uh, at the show, their their crowds can be kind of crazy. I think I mentioned it last time I saw them last year. Uh, there are these three dudes who were all over six feet tall and probably all about 250, 300 pounds of muscle and just mass who were mm-hmm. just in a line, like following each other, like running through people in the crowd. And they oh ran into... We were standing... Like, we're not on the rail in the front, but, like, if you're... It was at the Fox Theater. Yeah. In Oakland. So, there's the main floor, then there's, like, one level up. And we were standing at the front of that that uh, rail. So, their actual, like, pit, if you're going to be in a pit, is in front of us. And we're off to the side. And in front of me, there were two trash cans. There was a trash can and a recycle can. And when these guys came running up, they they, like just barreled through Katie and I and they hit the barricade and looked around for another place to go. Like it was all just some game of them running through people. And when they were gone, we looked down and one of the trash cans just disappeared. And we looked around for it and somehow it got over the rail next to the (laughs) trash cans that were down on the bottom on the floor level. We don't know. We don't think it went over, but somehow it wound up in a different place. And I couldn't help but be amazed rather than mad at them. And towards the end of the main set, like before uh, one of the last songs, this guy gets up on that rail in front of us and he's holding on to it. And he's like looking at me, but not quite at me. Like his eyes are kind of out of focus and he puts his hand in the air like he's really stoked. Because, I mean, their shows are a lot of fun and a lot of energy there. So I was, I just like looked at him and I thought he wanted to climb over the rail and stand with us or something. So I just started mouthing, no. <laughs> and he like just puts his arm down and he just... Then his eyes roll in the back of his head, and he just falls backwards onto uh, those trash cans. Oh. So that third trash can is why he didn't just smash his head on the ground. That's good. So those giant men may have saved some guy's <laughs> life somehow or saved him from serious brain damage. But he hit the ground, and that whole area of the pit stopped and looked over at him, and then they all jumped and got security and got him out of there. And he was semi-conscious by the time they got him like kind of just off the trash cans. Yeah. But there was a second one, like, oh, man, this guy is just like, do I, and, and, like, he was already out of reach and just hitting the ground. That's awkward. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a fun show, though. <laughs> the Deer <laughs> Hunter opened, that. and they were amazing, as always. What That's else good. Did we do? Uh, I saw Mastodon for the millionth time, and, uh, I, I'm, hes- yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna talk about this. The okay. band that opened for them is called Eagles of Death Metal who uh they are a very very okay band they're a lot of fun live they play like just kind of simple rock music for the sake of making simple rock music but they're most known for being the band that was playing in paris when those terrorists shot up that club ah and uh ever since then when they come out and they play there's a whole new like level of support to them because they they survive that thing and there's just like you know they're uh, always you know that kind of is always in somebody's mind when they're seeing the eagles of death metal now for sure and it's something that's gonna just be part of their legacy for them as a band uh having said that 
at one point during their set, their singer is holding his guitar and they're doing their big ending, and he points it like a machine gun at the crowd. And I am oh. just like, dude, you can't do that. Yeah. Or only you can do that. It's. It, I no, I don't think you can because that's I, like capitalizing on the deaths of all those people and like. <laughs> I don't even think it was like a reference to it. I think because like the the bass player for Iron Maiden's been doing that since the seventies, and it's just like his move. And I can't yeah, yeah. be the only person that had that thought when he did that. Or if he does it at every show, I can't be the only person who's like, no, no, yeah, don't do that's that. Awkward. Uh, but they were they were a lot of fun. The singer for uh, or not sing, well, I guess singer and guitarist for Mastodon did a song with them, and uh, apparently a lot of people I knew were at that show. And that was that was kind of cool. Did you was your friend there? The person you always see at shows? No, although I did see him at something else recently. Oh, are you talking about my actual friend or my my clone? Your clone. My clone. <laughs> my clone. I saw at a recent uh, May the Fourth Be With You trivia night that was in Sacramento. <laughs> That's awkward. Yeah, right? I looked I looked over and I told Katie, I'm like, oh my god, that fucking guy's here. And she before she could even look, she's like, oh, you're close. Yep, there he is. <laughs> and yeah, oh god, I, I've, I've known his name, but what the hell is it? I didn't go say hi. We've talked to each other before, but I was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do very good at that trivia, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's really? Of, How? What? <laughs> yeah, so Katie, like, loves Star Wars and she was kind of like the ace in the hole for our team. She yeah. did a ton of studying. She was like getting all these like weird obscure people and their backstories. And and then I realized what like when we were on our way there, I had the same problem with Star Wars that I have with Game of Thrones. I love watching it. I'm fascinated. I want to know what's going to happen next. And let's my fandom for Star Wars is much bigger than my like my enjoyment of uh Game of Thrones, but mm-hmm. I still don't waste the brain cells to remember the fucking planets. <laughs> or like weird obscure characters' names. I just my mind doesn't doesn't care enough to hold on to those. Yeah. So like, she's like, all right. So there's da- there's Tatooine. There's Tatooine. This happened here. This happened here. I was like, I'm not gonna remember that. All I know is that <laughs> one of them has my name in the beginning. The other one I think is where Leia lives. And she's staring at me. And she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I actually wound up helping out a bit, but it made me realize how limited my my brain is in holding on to that stuff. I, could, I mean, that could be a good thing, though, because it means you probably remember more important things more. Mm, one would hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find a silver lining for you, okay? <laughs> you, you don't have to. You, you don't have to. Like, I hold on to music trivia. I hold on to weird, like, just fucking 80s and 70s sitcoms. But apparently things I really, really, really care about, like Star Wars, my brain's just still like, AT-AT, maybe? AT-ST? <laughs> Sand speeder? I don't know which one that is. Oh my god. Oh, that's okay though. Um. Oh, actually, you know what? On Star Wars, I started playing Knights of the Old Republic. How, it's interesting. How's that with us? You say with a sigh. Uh. Well. Okay. So. Have did you ever play it? Nope. All right. I think you might enjoy it. Like it's interesting for me as like an adventurey sort of third-person shooter. Um, it's Bioware's first game, like, first big game, and, like, it kind of shows. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, I I constantly forget that Star Wars is very much, like, black and white, like, good and evil. Yeah. 
because a lot of the dialogue choices in the game are very much like <laughs> it's either oh please let me introduce myself my name is mrs blah blah so it's like super like formal and polite and everything and then you have <laughs> the other the only other dialogue option is fuck you no i'm gonna go <laughs> do my own thing and it's just like well, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> what else is Bioware uh, known for? Um, they're known for Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Okay. Yeah. And apparently Mass Effect is as a series is going away, so that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know if you ever like fell into the hype of Mass Effect, but mm-hmm. no. they came out with a game recently. Um and I think it did really bad. So they pulled all of their funding from that project and put it into the game that I like. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> I like I like both of them, but I like Dragon Age a lot more because I like dragons and fantasy shit. But you like dragons and ages and whatnot. Yeah, I do. It's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm googling massive. Oh, this game. I've not played yeah. this game, although I think I got one of them in a humble bundle that I've never installed. They're interesting. Um, I mean, it depends on which one, one you have. What? The other one? Dragon Age? No. It's like a space shooter thing. There might be zombies involved. Oh, Dead Space? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that game is kind of freaky. Although Prey, I think, is like a good in-between. I don't know if you've heard of that game yet. I it's know. literally just P-R-E-Y. Um, if you go look at it, it's it's like kind of space aliens and kind of like Bioshock. I don't know. It looks interesting, and I think I really want to play it, but I also don't want to spend $60 on a game that I will hardly get to play before I leave for another country. So Yeah, when do you leave yeah. again? Uh, May 31st. Crikey, that's coming up. Yep. According to um, my calendar of everyday holidays, that is Save Your Hearing Day. That is what? Save Your Hearing Day. Oh, well, Which is that's ironic that you clearly said not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's ironic that what? That you, you're not hearing me say Save Your Hearing oh, Day. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. I definitely meant to make that joke. Oh, that was... you make funny jokes. <laughs> uh, today's Leprechaun Day, by the way. Happy Leprechaun Day. Happy Leprechaun Day? Yep. Interesting. Or, okay. uh leprechaun day observed i don't know maybe it's like a memorial day where you're not supposed to say happy but yikes yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well <laughs> not uh, talking about leprechaun genocide or anything i guess people need to know about the leprechaun genocide it's I, been buried by the governments or something <laughs> uh, i want to come back to uh mail order box service things for a moment actually Okay. So through Instagram, I follow probably six different Simpsons related accounts and (laughs) about half of them just make like kind of bootleg enamel pins, which is a weird trend that I don't understand, but I totally have like a fuck ton of enamel pins now. (laughs) Like the Disney (laughs) pins, I have a handful, but I just have like weird ones that bands are making now also. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so like a loot crate, this one account called The Simpsons Man has started The Simp Crate. 
And uh, it's funny because about a week before they launched their first one, I was whining to Katie because she had either just gotten the uh, Sim- the uh, Harry Potter one or just ordered or something. I'm like, God, I wish there was a Simpsons one. And this dude starts yeah. making one. Uh, I didn't get on the first one, but I got on the second one. And it was themed after an episode where Homer goes to space. And uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've seen that one. but No, but that sounds incredible. <laughs> In, in in that episode, there are a couple key scenes where Kent Brockman, the news reporter, uh, sees some ants that escape from an ant farm on the space station and mm-hmm. then thinks they're giant space ants and declares his allegiance to his new space land overlords. So if you open the box or open the package, the box it comes in says hail ants on it. And it's covered in pictures of ants and potato chips. And they're just it's just instantly referencing that uh, episode. And mm-hmm. inside there are two little ant like figure toy things, which I know you being a huge fan of ants, not sure if you're oh, still on that same it's level. The best, yeah, yeah. yeah you that you would already really, really love good. this one, but yeah. Um, <laughs> also in that episode, there is a, a running thing with uh, Homer feeling insignificant and being recognized at work. He is going. Everybody in the entire power plant has received the employee of the month award and it's or employee of the week award and it's his turn based on the bylaws of the the plant that everyone has to get it at least once uh so he thinks mm-hmm. he's going to get it and mr burns give it gives it to in a an animate carbon rod just a green <laughs> rod because it served some purpose in the plant and he's mad about that yeah and cut to spoiler the end of the episode uh, they're about to re-enter, and it's by the way, it's Buzz Aldrin, another astronaut, and Homer Simpson. And it's actually Buzz Aldrin on the on the flight. Oh, that's so, awesome! So they're about to re-enter the the Earth, and for some reason, they just had to blow the door open. I think it's to get all the ants and the potato chips out of the the room they're in, and uh, they have to close the door somehow. And the way they do it is with an inanimate carbon rod that Homer's trying to kill Buzz Aldrin with. So they get back to Earth. And they open up the door, and Homer holds up the rod, and they take pictures of that, and the rod becomes the hero of the episode and the story. So <laughs> there is an enamel pin of Homer's hand holding the rod that says, In Rod We Trust. There's one of I those. I like that. That's so great. There's one of those, like, <laughs> Live Strong bracelets, but it's the same green as the rod. It says, In Rod We Trust on it. <laughs> There's, like, a decal you can put on your car, and I might put it on my laptop that says, In Rod We Trust. There was, uh, there's one of those wrist slappy bracelet things that like are rigid. And then if you slap on your wrist, they become bracelets. Mm -hmm. I forget what they're actually called, but, uh, this one has Ralph Wiggum on it, which is a happy accident because he's my favorite character. And, uh, I've looked at other people's posting their pictures of their crates and not everyone got the same one. So I'm stoked about getting Ralph. Yay. (laughs) There's a single card of Otto from 1993. Three, that says heavy metal made me what I am today, dude, which is really really fitting for, for myself. <laughs> it's like this was made for you. <laughs> There's a postcard of the Inrod We Trust thing that looks like just Homer's hand, and I guess you're supposed to frame it. It looks like the uh, Time magazine that the rod is on the cover of in the episode. Mm-hmm. There's a tiny American flag. I don't really understand why. So you can plant it on your fake moon landing scene that you're going to record. They didn't even make it to the moon in the episode, though. I get, I, <laughs> I understand you're trying to help, but that's not, that's not what happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. 
there is like a sticker and a button and some other like another sticker of the actual like guy's logo the simpsons man there's a signed certificate of authenticity which is just like printed on a printer and like scribbled on by the simpsons man and then like the coolest thing in it is from 1990 there is a pack of tops simpsons trading cards that just have like weird oh quotes from episodes but they're from 1990 that's so cool. I remember Tops. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so it's just screenshots from like the first two seasons and stuff they're saying. And they were like really cool to go through. And the next one went live yesterday and sold out within a half hour. And I got in on it. And Holy it's going to be themed after the Stonecutters episode, which is when Homer joins a like secret society. that's kind of Illuminati, kind of <laughs> Mason-y. And it's, it's one of my favorite episodes. And when I saw that that was going to be the theme, I was like, ah... So I set a reminder on my phone, and as soon as it went on sale, I got in on it, and I'm very excited for that one. I look forward to hearing about it. Yes. So, Simp, simp Crate. Hooray! It's all I've Hooray. ever wanted in a silly crate thing. When That's I was cool. getting Loot Crate, and I saw Simpsons things. I'm like, ah, oh, I want more Simpsons things. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm, I'm pretty done with Loot Crate. Like, the shit that they send now, it's mostly just pop figures and, like, really dumb and particle things. Like, la the last Loot Crate, I accidentally didn't, like, um, stop my subscription, so it just, like, sent me something. Mm -hmm. And in it, there were literally wooden pencils that had X-Files, like, just, like, uh, what are they, quotes? Random X-Files quotes on them, and they gave me a shitty-ass pencil sharpener. <laughs> I was like... My favorite part of the X-Files is when they wrote in pencil, and then they were very explicit about wanting a number two pencil. Yeah, right? Mulder, like, get me the I, number two. Like, I guess I'm not out of the age that where I need pencils, but still, like, I don't, I don't know. It was really, really weird. Um, I feel like they've really been half-assing the main Loot Crate line in order to, like, do the wrestling crate or the Harry yeah. Potter one or all the other exactly. theme crates. Yeah, so I'm. I think I'm just gonna like officially cancel my subscription to it because I don't know. It, I mean, I keep forgetting about um, skipping months. So yeah, I'm just gonna make that decision for myself. Um, I also saw two movies. I think I think only two movies since we last spoke. Can I guess I one of them? Sure. What if I can guess them both? You did, probably can. Did you see Logan? Oh, that came out after we last spoke. I don't remember. I, that was just my guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I have seen Logan, so I guess three movies. All right, well, my main guess was going to be Guardians. Uh, yes, also Guardians. Okay. Did you see either of those? No, I, I've been jokingly protesting seeing Guardians because I don't want little Groot in my life. Yeah, you can ignore him, though. Yeah, I the hear the, the opening is like five minutes of him being a cute little child thing. And after that, it's fine. So yeah, pretty much. That actually, I was thinking about that and like the you know forced cuteness, but it does just go away. Like I don't know. Like the movie wasn't impressive. Like the first one was, but I enjoyed it. And really, that's all you can expect from Marvel anymore. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm going for. Like I'm not thinking it's going to be a game changer, but yeah. it'll be cool. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, there's a lot of cute little like character development things in it. So I'm willing to have this be a spoiler for myself. So mm -hmm. is Howard the Duck in it again at any point? Yes. Red. 
and he's in the actual movie this time. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. All right, say no more about Howard the Duck. Okay. Have I convinced you to go see it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was already wanting to see it, but I just ha- wasn't like rushing out to go see it. For sure. But now Howard the Duck, gotta see it. Um, so yeah, Logan. Uh, Logan is good. The fact that you haven't seen it yet concerns me because you should definitely go see it. I don't know if you're being a hipster about that movie, too, though. Uh, of all the X-Men characters from the films, I probably care the least. No, I care the least about Cyclops. Logan's pretty low. <laughs> True. Uh, Wolverine's pretty low on my list of characters I, I like in the X-Men lore. Um, well, I wouldn't say... Okay. But based on what is that... like? Based on what do you have that opinion of him? I just don't think he's a very interesting character. And then that coupled with how much he is like the X-Men. It, it's almost like, I guess it's a little me hipstery just being like, if you want that, want me to see that so bad, I don't want to see it. Because uh, he's had three movies of his own. And okay, but this one is garbage. <laughs> this one is like, I, several points throughout the movie... I kept thinking this might be the first like comic movie to ever win an Oscar. It's that fucking good. I hear it's amazing. I hear it ends Although, real sad. I'm, I'm it is very sad. Um, however, they are being pretentious douchebags and coming out with it in black and white. So I hate it a little more. But, I heard um, about that. Kitty, Why? Fucking leave. Does it need it? I have no idea. Is it going to add anything to the <laughs> film? It might make it look more westerny because it has kind of a lot of western elements in it. Okay. Um, but Dan really wants to go see it in black and white, not like in theaters, but he really wants to buy the Blu-ray just to see it in black and white. And I'm just like, that's not <laughs> that whatever. Feel necessary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you been watching, or did you watch Master of None, the Aziz Ansari Netflix show? Oh, uh, I think I watched a couple episodes when Dan was watching it. Why? Uh, we just started watching the new season that dropped yesterday, and the first episode's in all all black and white also. <laughs> and it must be interesting. It was... I kind of get it, but I also kind of didn't. I hope the whole season, well, season's not black and white. The... From what little I saw of that show, I don't... Like, I... Because of his role on Parks and Rec... I was not expecting him to be serious at all in the show. And so, like, I was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> hold your feels. Like, so I don't know. I'm kind of taken aback by it. Also, oh, my God. I just watched the first two seasons of Rick and Morty. I I kind of understand why it's popular. But at the same time, holy shit. That is the most fucking gratuitous thing. And it... it I, I think it's too meta for what he, he's trying to do. Have you seen Rick and Morty? I watched watch about it? four episodes on a former coworker's recommendation saying it would be like my favorite thing based on the type of humor that I have. And I, it didn't grab me at all. I don't get it. It didn't grab you at all. Okay. Like I watched four episodes. I wasn't like fucking around on my phone at the same time. I watched those four and I felt like that was enough to give this a chance. I don't need this in my life. I feel that. Yeah. Because, like, it just gets sad and gross. And, like... I thought it was gross from the get-go. 
Oh, totally. But like, it gets worse. Like at, at the beginning, it's like it's very like potty humor, and like there's a little bit of gratuitous violence. But at the like at the end of the second season, it's just it's fucking bad. Like they make fun of the purge, mm-hmm. and like I don't know. It may have also been because they used like cat-like people, so that sort of pissed me off. But <laughs> are they killing cat know. people? It is that just, what the problem is? I maybe no. It was it just like they basically showed all of the like deaths, and I was like, you don't you don't need that. You don't. I don't know. It was just really gross, and I don't really understand why that kind of stuff is popular. And then I don't know. Just like everything I'm, I'm, I'm getting involved in lately, is just like constantly violent. Like, oh my god. Okay, so we just covered freedom of speech in constitutional law. Obviously, it's over now, but whatever. Uh, and the obscenity. Freedom of speech. Yeah, it's gonna be a bummer. Yeah. It, right. <laughs> Topical. I mean, not only because freedom of speech doesn't actually exist unless you have a lot of money, but. Like, the obscenity portion... So, like, there's there's a whole bunch of different categories of, of speech that might be free. And one of them is obscene speech. And obscenity is defined as being sexual speech. So there's nothing in it about, like, gratuitous violence. The only kind of speech that is prohibited when it comes to violence is inciting imminent violence. So if you're saying, like, hey... Like, next week, I want you guys to go kill this person. That wouldn't count. It's not imminent. Is that why in, like, PG-13 movies they can be as violent as, I don't know, like, Deadpool or something, but they can't show a tit? I mean, I wouldn't say it's why. I would just say that they're both products of our awful puritanical lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) killing things is totally fine but you know nudity that's that's the devil's work i don't know it's just really fucking sad and like i don't know i i'm sorry i i'm really depressed about you know law and life lately Lof. Lof. law life Lof. law 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 what's got you down about law life is it just having to Dig it's just knowing being pissed at each other and I mean yeah but like just knowing everything about how the courts decide things and like just how deep seated racism and like sexism and all that stuff goes it's it's really fucking depressing like it's it's something it's something to where I don't think the country can fix itself. You know what I mean? Like, I, it needs intervention. It needs somebody to come in and, like, be like, okay, you calm down for a second. We're going to give you some some rules to, to fix yourself with. And then you can, you know, continue to exist like a, a normal person. <laughs> and by person, I mean country. Kind of like how, uh, was it Japan got demilitarized by us after World War II? Basically, yeah. Some like we we need of that. something like that. Yeah, I get that. Just too crazy. Yeah, I mean it's not like laws in other countries are like better than ours. It's just ours are louder. Ours, <laughs> ours are 
caught in between a very so like the whole liberalism like we must be free is at odds with the fact that you can't have a free public and still rule them and like people can't just be left to their own devices because they're stupid and they're awful and like they're very self-centered so in order to have a society you can't have just like outright freedoms and so you have people running around saying that, oh, yeah, we need to be free. We need to be as free as possible. And like like with the, the Trump care thing, it's um, <laughs> it allows states, you know, to make those decisions. But states shouldn't just have the right, like, to destroy people's lives and families. It, I don't know. But neither should the federal government. So I guess that's a deeper issue. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the heaviest blipcast ever. I mean, I think the heaviest one was election. was like the day after the election. Oh my god, that's right. That was, I don't know. <laughs> I was not okay oh, for a while. Uh, yeah. kind of just feel numb to all this now, which is not helpful either. I'm trying not to be numb to it. Like as soon as I like I'll I'll scroll through my Twitter feed and I'll get like the bad news of the day and then I'll be like, "Okay, I need to stop. I need to make sure that I don't like desensitize myself because it's it's all bad stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Just keeps getting worse." Yeah, I'll read some stuff and I'll be like, "What's the ACL you up to? How can I get <laughs> them out?" <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm doing a uh, a pride run that's supposed to like generate money for i honestly don't even remember the the purpose of it but it's to like help out lgbtqtlblt <laughs> what the fuck is this run i i sound very like flippant about it but i, I think it's a really cool idea no for sure there it is. um i know fuck was it missouri just passed a law that you is that the one where it's not a hate hate crime anymore if you attack gay people yeah. Fucking hell, man. I just What's going I don't on? fucking understand. I don't yeah. Like why would you do that? Aside, like this is everything that's happening is just eugenics. Like it's people trying to control the type of of people that they live with. And that's so fucking wrong. Like <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's sort of contradictory to what I was saying earlier, but I think that people have the right to, like, life. They don't have the right to impede other people's lives. And that's the big fucking difference between like, places... Well, okay, never mind. I'm not gonna say France, because France has a lot of problems, but... (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) time we had a whole France France thing, we had to cut it out. Don't do it again. (laughs) Oh... I'd... I'm making reference that only what? you and I will understand. Oh, oh. Good time. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about, like, because they have, like, all the people who were against. Actually, the reason their election was such a problem or, like, such a a concern was because of the, there's, like, a, a neo-Nazi group growing in France as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who actually have created their own militia. I don't uh, like that so... at all. No, so it's a little concerning that I'm going there in a month. Um, You're a tiny, like, blonde girl. 
Like, yeah. you're, you're about as Aryan as they come. <laughs> True. I just, you know, we're American. So, so like, the, yeah. thing, the thing of that they're centering everything around is just, like, if you are not French, you don't belong. So, even though I am a tiny blonde girl, it's going to be, yeah. you're clearly not French. What if you do that trick Which they is, tell American tri- like tourists to do to put a Canadian flag on your bag? What if you're French Canadian? Is that helpful? <laughs> I mean, we might. It depends on if anything happens between now and like the time we go there. Because he just got elected. It was right. like last week or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if that cooled their jets. I kind of doubt it. Yeah, it'll just be like a loud group that's then just not in the government being loud and angry. Right? Yeah. Which is just as bad, really. Yeah. Have you done any other fun stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We actually went and saw Power Rangers. How Um, was Power Rangers? It was actually good. Really? Like, from a... Yeah. I think, like, it, it had... God, I don't even know. It, it's like it was like nostalgically good, so it was cheesy, but just in the right amounts. It was basically like watching the TV show, just like a really like a couple episodes in a row. Um, and their like main battle scene <laughs> was very much like a CGI version of the old like puppetry sort of things from the show. It was it was really cool. Um. I mean, if you even liked Power Rangers when you were a kid, I don't know. I watched the shit out of them when I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah, so I think you'd really enjoy it then. I have a coworker that said it was like really, really cool, and she got like chills when the, uh, like, was Zorg or Zorp or whatever the hell the big robot thing is called when that showed up and they did the da 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 da, the go go thing. Yeah. How was God? What the hell's her name? How was Elizabeth Banks as Rita? Repulsa. Oh. She was okay. It was a little weird knowing like knowing who she was and like recognizing her. But I mean, you can't really take her seriously, but that's okay because it's Power Rangers, so <laughs> <laughs> it it's not off putting enough, you know. It's good. Like I, I always just associate her as being like on scrubs or in the, like, David Wayne movies, like Wet Hot American Summer or the other equivalents of just kind of... I think she's a 40-year-old virgin and uh, stuff like that. So to have her be a, a villain is very weird to me. Yeah. But I like um, Elizabeth Banks, just in general. She's she's not bad as a villain. I mean, she's corny, but, I mean, so is the rest of the movie. So it fits. It's fine. Yeah. You should go see it, or you should... See it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably. Uh, I don't. I'll probably see it. Katie had no interest in it. Every anytime we saw a movie and that was the trailer before, it was just kind of an audible groan. I don't think she grew up liking <laughs> the Power Rangers though. Oh, that's sad. It's it's okay. I mean, I was more of a Beetleborgs fan, but I think there's just the one se- uh, season anyway that came over here. Beetleborgs. Uh, it was. I don't know if it's older than Power Rangers. I don't know the timeline on it, but it was essentially the same thing. Except it was three characters, and they flew around in like planes that and fought big baddies, and the planes looked like beetles, and they had cool <laughs> costumes that made them look like bug people. And basically, I just liked their 
like cybernetic outfits a lot more than the Power Rangers. Fair enough. Other than the White Tiger guy and the Green Ranger, I think. Those guys were super red. Yeah, for sure. Flute and whatnot. Uh, I actually did go to one more show that I, I left off my list because it was a fucking spectacle. I saw the band oh. o- Oakley Dokley here in Sacramento. Okay. Oakley. Isn't that like a Simpsons fan band or something? Uh, it is a band of five guys who all dress and talk like Ned Flanders. <laughs> and okay. they, they have names like Head Ned, who's the lead vocalist and like leader of the band. Then their names don't really fit after that. But there's Cred Ned and Dead Ned and Red Ned. And they're this like kind of death Corey band, kind of like where they have like a techno kind of keyboard to them. And all their lyrics are direct quotes from the show that are like 80% <laughs> Ned Flander quotes. Uh, mm-hmm. They come out on stage to like some song with the heads of like Homer and Bart and Lisa on sticks. And uh, they have a song called T-shirt cannon where they shoot t-shirts out into the crowd while singing a song about that's how ned flanders wife died in the show and oh my god yeah uh i interviewed the the singer for far beyond metal that episode just dropped by the way um and he's talking about how one of the lyrics to that song is the last thing i bought for my wife is a coffin (laughs) and i just i was like god that he's so dark sometimes and it's it's so fucking metal (laughs) and the show like if they're ever around again, I will go just because it was fun. The music's not amazing, but the show is so fun. <laughs> and, and they were... Op- Sounds like it, yeah. The band that opened fun. is a band called Beatallica, who do like live mashups of Beatles and Metallica songs. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, my God. And that was also a lot of fun. <laughs> hmm. and, and I recommend both those bands, but Oakley Doakley was just like insane how much i love that just because simpsons and metal are like my two favorite things right and then yeah. there they were <laughs> wearing nothing at all nothing at all reference yep okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm not with you on that it, but it's okay it's okay it's okay someone out there is evil True. daniel that was for you if you're listening evil daniel he messaged me about the last show, uh, so he might actually be a friend of mine named Daniel. Uh, we worked together, and I decided that he was the evil one of us, which, of <laughs> course, in, in actuality, makes me the evil one because I'm telling everyone else that he's evil based right. on nothing. But uh, it's it's something that kind of stuck with me, and a handful of friends call him Evil Daniel to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he's in my phone as. Hold on, though. Did you just say that we got fan mail from Evil Daniel? I got a text from him. I don't know if it counts. Oh. I, yeah, if we got emails, that'd be amazing. I tried to reset the password <laughs> again, and it said it, it texted you, but I, I'm guessing it didn't. What the fuck? No, it didn't. That's weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you try and do that like two days ago? Yes. Yes, it did. <gasps> okay. Shit. I'm sorry. I'll okay. do it again, but... We'll do it after the, the show. Great. Yeah. <laughs> this should be off-air talk anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, hmm. Movie-wise, hmm. I don't remember the last movie I saw. You I, should see more movies, dude. I, I, I agree, but I just don't. I, I feel oh, like... that's right. You guys came to Disneyland like after our last thing. Yeah, I did. 
I don't know why I skipped over that. That is on my list. <laughs> we wanted to go see what the uh, season of the Force was about. The slightly more Star Wars up version of Disneyland. So oh, had, yeah. Like Hyperspace Mountain. That was pretty cool. It's like you're yeah. in one of the Starfighter battles. A mm-hmm. uh, couple more things just sort of scattered around. But it wasn't too crazy. But Hyperspace Mountain's pretty rad. Uh, yeah, I'm was, excited for the actual like Star Wars land. Yeah. It's going to be cool. When we were on... Um, Splash Mountain, you're able to peek over the side, and same with Big Thunder, and you can kind of see some stuff that's going on. Right now, it's just a lot of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of, uh, like, metal beams that are in building shapes. But I've, beams? I've seen some that look like AT-AT, like, bodies. That's fucking cool. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Sorry. 2019 cannot come soon, soon enough. Oh, my God. It's going right? to take two more years. Ugh. But while we were there, we saw the uh, Electric Light Parade. Oh, that's cool. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I saw it when I was a kid. I haven't seen it lately, though. That is a fucking acid trip. Oh, yeah, totally. I had no (laughs) idea. And it's just like spinning turtles and actual Mm -hmm. mushrooms. That was like my favorite thing when I was a kid, yeah. It just like pays homage to all the like older movies, which I think is pretty cool because in the parades that they have now, it's it's mostly Pixar-y things. And then, you know, Mickey rolls out. But it it (laughs) ends on a giant patriotic float, which I did not see coming. That's weird. It used to end on a dragon. Nope, dragon was there. Weird. Okay. Yeah, it was a it was a big eagle and it had a flag on it and it kind of looked like fireworks were going off and it, I don't like that. Yeah, it was it was really <laughs> it was out of character for the Disneyland. Oh, that's so sad. Oh well. <laughs> uh, but while we were in the general vicinity, we went to Griffith Park and checked out the abandoned zoo that's over there. That's super creepy and cool. That's. That is really creepy. I don't think I'd ever want to go to an abandoned zoo. That would make me like really sad. So I'd be like, what happened to all the animals? <laughs> That's why there's bears roaming Griffith Park. <laughs> uh, it's It actually is kind of... It makes me appreciate like actual zoos now a bit more. I mean, zoos are still sad, but sometimes the animals are rescued from shittier situations. Right, And yeah. would be fucked in actual nature. Like uh, I think the San Diego Zoo had some... Sun bears that were kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. They, they were like, pre- like pets of some somebody in somewhere else, um, and they were rescued. But uh, yeah. these cages were probably about as big as like a twin bed, and were actual like steel beams, and you could fit like a whole tiger in there, and it seemed really wrong. Yeah, for sure. But you could it's... get in them and play around and pose for pictures and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> zoos back then were really fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I, I am okay with zoos now, because they're, like, actually trying. Yeah. As long as they get enough funding, it's okay. Because, yeah, like, we are killing every single animal, and, like, with that, that act that just passed Congress, or, uh, I think it, yeah, passed both houses. Um, oh, no, that's right, it did pass both houses, because I know that um, Trump signed it, signed it, where you can go into dens and kill babies, Um of bears and wolves. So that's neat. Yeah, that'll be the uh, the reason that leads my uprising. <laughs> I just got to get more bear people on the on the on the line, other than just Katie and I. True. It's okay. I'll stand up with you. What do we want? Bears to be happy and stuff, and other stuff. But that seems to be number one at the moment. I mean, yeah, I would lead with. We don't want human 
humans to assert their intellectual supremacy over animals trying to fucking survive. <laughs> but whatever. Like a bunch of dicks they are. Yeah. What do you guys got to sleep for a while? Fucking idiots. Gonna kill you for fun. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Anyway, not to be a downer or anything. <laughs> I'm just gonna go and put downer so it is the name of that one in my notes here. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's the climate. <laughs> downer so. But yeah, I think um, we're probably going to go to Disneyland like when I get back because they have the lightsaber churros. I don't know if you saw that on Dan's Facebook. Uh, I did see that somewhere. Yeah. Um, he's really excited about it and he wants to go. So I'm going to make him take me to actual Disneyland, Disneyland. Also, the um, they redid the Twilight of Terror now. So it's Guardians of the Galaxy, like, but in the Twilight of Terror hotel sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to work, so I'm excited. But <laughs> I have my guess about it, and I haven't been on it yet, of course, because I don't think anybody has, uh, is that it's Groot throwing you around. That's based on oh. nothing. Uh, I feel like you're going to get up there, Rocket's going <laughs> to scream something, and then you're going to be in like Groot's hand as he throws you around. Like in the first one, when he impales all those guys, I feel like it's yeah. going to be like that, like that scene. I mean, probably. Or a you're... space thing. It might be a space thing, because I know, like, in the trailers that are all over my everything because of Google, um, <laughs> it says, like, they're stuck in Disneyland, and they're trying to get out. They need you to rescue them. So I assume it's, like, an escape sort of thing. But all they're doing is they're basically putting a new skin on the Tower of Terror. I think so, but they, I mean, this is Disney we're talking about, so they have, like, really good engineers, so True. it could be, like... Um, it could be mostly up and down, but it could also like twist the cabin um, the other ways that there are in the world. Other directions? That's, I think, what I was trying to say. <laughs> that could be fun, actually. Because yeah. like, the Tower of Terror, I think, is a cool ride, but it is just an up and down thing. And if they add, yeah. like, I don't know, slight tilts or spins or something, that could make it really interesting. It makes you feel like you're in space getting away from something. Yeah. It just becomes like an extreme version of Soren. Yeah, for sure. That'd be really cool. That would be cool. Actually, I mean, once they get done with, you know, enjoying California's likeness, they can move change that into a Star Wars thing and that would be really fucking cool. Like you were a tie fighter or something. What, Soren? Yeah. <laughs> well, when we went to California Adventure last year, it was Soren around the world. So you what? like, yeah, you went like over the pyramids and oh. the Great Wall of China. Like all your national landmarks is what it was. It wasn't soaring over That's California. Cool. Still had that mm. one guy narrating it though. <laughs> Does tip, it still have like the, the room freshener stuff that they spray at you? Oh, absolutely. When you... Okay, cool. You go over <laughs> the, like you go over like the a bay or something, and it smells like ocean sea, and it's probably just. The worst chemicals, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it smells so good. Or nanorobots, and they're controlling us, so we keep coming back. It certainly feels like that. <laughs> Dude, my coworker is going there, I think, tomorrow, because he's on vacation. And mm -hmm. the jealousy in my heart is so strong. <laughs> and we were just there, like, two months ago. Oh, for sure. And I, yeah. I, I, I want to be there. I remember I, when you were talking about going years and years and years ago. I'm like, I don't want to do that. 
now I'm totally converted. And I'm just like, I, I want to find an excuse to go to Disneyland. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Dan's not there yet, but someday soon, I'm sure like the next time we go back, he's going to be converted. <laughs> like the first time I went with Katie and her family, I had a lot of fun. Then her and I went, I found myself wanting to like do certain things that we did before again, cause they were fun. And then right. when I did them all again, the second time is like when the switch went off and I'm like, Oh, this is already like yeah, nostalgic for, sure. for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like a magical happy place, even though people there are so pissed off. Yep. I keep forgetting how angry everybody is there. <laughs> they're just running into each other. Everyone's looking to have the best time, and you're all in their way, and they're all just in their own way, and there's not enough time in the day. And, yeah. But you get to go on Mr. Toad, and you wind up in hell. And it's True. the best. Yeah. There are still a lot of good people there, but yeah, it's a lot of people trying to maximize fun. Which is literally just the best euphemism for the American dream, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what is your favorite ride at Disneyland? Oh. Have we had this conversation before? Probably. I don't know. I don't know what my favorite ride is. I. What are your like go tos? Like when we Katie and I go there, the first thing we always go on is Indiana Jones, and the last thing we go on every time except for this last time was Pirates. I don't. I don't know. Like, I really enjoy Indiana Jones. I wish they would update it, though. Yeah, it could use this person um, up. Uh, I really like Splash Mountain, but it needs to not be Splash Mountain anymore. <laughs> it <laughs> needs to, to be a non-racist thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, my go-to favorite is uh, Haunted Mansion, but I feel like that might be a cliche. I like Haunted Mansion. I don't know. I mean, it's as a kid, I was too afraid to like go on it, so I don't have that much nostalgia for it. And as it's, you know, kind of a soft ride, it's cool and everything. It's very atmospheric, but like, I don't know. It's not my. It's not my favorite. And I do. I like Space Mountain after. 9 p.m. I don't know when they change it, but they change it so it's faster at night. Did not know that. Never got it yeah. at night. Yeah, they change it so it's faster at night. Because in the daytime, it's just like babby speeds. But um, when they first released it, it was extremely fast. And I think people were complaining. So they reduced the speed. And then people started complaining that it was too slow. So they, you know, did the compromise because they're smart because they're Disney. <laughs> um, so, yeah, go on it at night. Go on in the day. And then go on it at night, and you'll notice the difference. Otherwise, it's just, like, the same thing, really. <laughs> Next time happening. Uh, yeah. Mm. I used to like the Matterhorn, but recently it's... I don't know. It hurts my butt now. I don't know what <laughs> they did to it, but, like, it's just a really uncomfortable ride. They put in the butt herder seats. Yeah, they did. In, like, 2012, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's a historic day. Yeah. It's on the plaque outside. Yeah. Plus, it's always fucking closed. I've gotten it like twice in the four or five times we've gone because it's, it's just always closed. Oh, really? Because yeah. Splash Mountain is always on. closed when we go. Uh, last time, so. not this most recent time, but like late last year when we went, it was closed. Or was that when I left with those girls? <laughs> uh, I, I may have told the story, but these, we were standing in line for Splash Mountain for like two hours. 
because it just opened up after someone probably threw up on it. Yeah. And uh, there was like seven or eight girls who were all like mid-teens and they were all exchanging phones, taking taking selfies at like high angles and just like the whole time, which I, I find a little annoying, but at the same time, I completely respect people just doing their own thing, taking photos, having fun their own way if they're not like hurting anybody. And they yeah. really weren't. But then one of the girls dropped their phone and they all screamed like they were shot and I couldn't hold my laughter. And I <laughs> laughed so hard at them and they all turned to me. Like it wasn't even like I was laughing, laughing. I let out one big ha and, and they all turned and gave me the dirtiest look. And then everyone behind us started laughing at my laugh at them. So it became this weird communal thing where I apologized to them and then we became friends with the couple behind us because I'm an asshole. <laughs> That's the best kind of experience, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have any uh, cases or anything else for us? I do. I didn't know that was your recommendation. Oh, that was not my recommendation. I, I do have okay. something else, but I, I did use the word recommendation at one point. <laughs> All right. So I have... Back on the freedom of speech thing. Just a couple things. So, like, you know where your speech limits lie, right? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you know if you uh, saw on your Facebook feed because Facebook news, um, but there was an act that I think passed one of the houses. I don't know if it's passed in the other house. That women are now going to be called into the draft. So naturally, I got freaked the hell out because, like, why would they pass something like that unless they were planning on instituting the draft again, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But we read this case recently called O'Brien or U.S. v. O'Brien or something. And it's basically this guy burnt his draft gra- draft card in the 50s. When did they do the draft last? Uh, Vietnam, so that's 60s. 70s. 60s, 70s, okay. Um, so this guy burnt his, car- his draft card and he was arrested for defiling um, the draft card because, like, Apparently there was a law that you can't mutilate um, the identification that, you know, the government gives you to be called to the draft. And um, it was held that it was totally constitutional for them to do that. Like, he he burnt it as an expression of, like, fuck the draft, you know? Mm-hmm. And it that was not protected speech because the law prohibiting the mutilation of the card was not content based. So like it wouldn't matter if he was burning the card for any other reason. Um he was not allowed to do so. So just know that if the government passes a law that doesn't directly discriminate against your speech, they can take away all of your rights. Uh Virginia v. Black is a case about cross burning. So, you know, um a while ago, they had those issues of, like, people burning crosses in front of other people's homes to, like, intimidate them. Right. Um, this one is okay. Like, you... So, <laughs> the, I, the reason I have this on here is, like, the person was prosecuted for actually doing the cross burning because it was a threat. However, in the opinion, they state, you can burn a cross as long as it's not actually directed at anybody like, and, it, and isn't a threatening action. And I'm like, in what scenario could you possibly burn a cross and not have it be like a threat 
or directed at somebody. I just don't understand. I don't understand the logic of these judges. <sighs> oh, actually, you know what? On that case, for the obscenity thing, we had um, this case called USB Ferber. And it had to do with child porn. And um, so the guy got arrested and prosecuted and whatever, and, and child porn isn't okay. However, in the opinion, they said something about how... So, like, one of the qualities for obscenity to be okay um, to, like, produce and, like, like Hustler magazine or whatever mm-hmm. um, is it has to have some sort of intellectual or scientific value to it which is why like those magazines they have to have uh like the the articles in them right like that's why they're there um so like the obscenity the uh, the opinion in in the uh, child porn case was talking about the value of child porn and instead of saying that they didn't that the case didn't sorry that the child porn had no value because it doesn't they said that it had very little value and i found that highly interesting and suspect of the judge who uh, wrote that case. Um. <laughs> That's real fucking gross. Hate that. Hate everything about that. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> like, studying law is, like, the worst thing for, like, the heebie-jeebies because you just get some real fucking gross stuff. <laughs> um, and then, as far as your flag-burning rights are concerned, um, there's this case, Texas v. Johnson, because, of course, it's in Texas. Yeah. There was a um, a law passed that you couldn't burn flags if it was in like desecration of the flags, and somebody burnt a flag saying like "fuck America, you suck," and um, so they arrested him. And the Supreme Court ruled that the act was not okay. That the legislation was not okay because it discriminated against like the content of the speech. Um, so, yeah, as long as, you know, they don't pass an act banning all flag burning, which they can't because that's the only apparently okay way to dispose of a flag, you can burn flags. So burn flags at your leisure. <laughs> I don't know what to do this one that came with my SIM crate, so I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, there you go. I'm not going to put it on my lawn or something. I mean, I, you could, could. Do I donate it? I guess. I Where would you donate it to? I live across the street from a Goodwill. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, you could do that. Just put it in a box with some old shirts or something. It's <laughs> so not I have yeah. to explain why I'm donating a flag. Because <laughs> some people are like, why are you donating this? Uh, is it like one of those little like cocktail size flags? Or is it like a little bit bigger than that? Uh, I don't know what you mean by a cocktail flag, but it's like a, I'd probably say five by seven, four by six or something inches. Oh, so, okay. It's like one of those I little ones you'd like hand out size. at like an event and wave like kids would have or something. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know why they would have put that in the box. <laughs> that's real strange. Because I was imagining it being like the size of one of those cocktail umbrellas. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. That would almost be fun. <laughs> this one, I was just like, oh, cool. Like, if the next <laughs> if the next one comes with one also, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to realize it's a trend and this guy is really pro-America or something. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Uh, for my recommendation, I'm I've got two again. Last time I had uh, a podcast uh, I like and probably an album. Uh, this time I'm doing something similar. Uh, for my podcast recommendation, I am recommending the return of Bring Your Own Popcorn. Front of the show, uh, Mixtape Majesty has relaunched her podcast, and it's an entirely new format. And the editing's much better because I'm not doing Yay. it. I'm not doing it. So it's got like 
it's got a lot of bells and whistles and it's a lot more fun to listen to i think and the last episode had me producing sort of in the background and then i just hit record and i kind of fucked around on my phone uh but katie is the guest and they talk rogue one Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yes. So that is one of my recommendations. And the other is what I've been calling, half-jokingly, 2017's album of the year, the Bob's Burgers music album. (laughs) Uh, Since we've been sitting here, I got a notification on my phone that our uh, three vinyl version of the album is outside my house right now. So when we're done recording, I'm going to put that on and enjoy the fuck out of it. But it is 107 (laughs) songs and they're all songs from the show. And then there's like a handful of songs that they had uh, bands do. Like the National plays a song. St. Vincent does one. That's uh, cool. Some other people. And it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, if you're a Bob's Burgers fan, at least get the digital version. Because it's, it's, it's also songs that are like a minute long for the most part. That's why there's 107 of them. So to put on a CD yeah. when you're just wanting to go on a drive is kind of weird. But it's, it's a fun thing to have. And That's so cool. Those are my recommendations. Yay! So shall that do it for episode 65, I think? <laughs> Whatever I said at the top of the show, I think it's 65. Yeah, 65? Yes, cool. I, I think I think that's all I have. Yeah. Right. So if you want to email us, we're going to figure out that here in a moment, and you can email us <laughs> at blipcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at blipcast. I'm at overcord. She's at Lady Laumies. Facebook.com slash blipcast. I think that's all the necessary plugs. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nailed it. Bye. Bye. (laughs) So stop recording. Um, fuck. I don't think I have much to talk about this week. Uh, okay. (laughs) I I just have like the usual show nonsense stuff. Okay. Uh, some awkward experiences, the huge. I mean, no, I, I mean, there's always awkward experiences it's with true. me, but I can never remember them because I, I feel like that's just how life is. <laughs> I always forget that your image for Skype is Dan making <laughs> kind of a weird face, and yeah. he's up in the corner of my uh, audition program just. Give me the eyes or something. Yeah. Yeah. This is mostly just his account because it's tied to his email. That's why I was trying to hack into it because I don't have any way to actually get what my old password was. So, or whatever he changed it to. Isn't just like... Butts. Yeah, Yeah, I guess butts. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. He has like one password for everything, but when he got hacked... He changed it in a lot of stuff, and I think Skype was probably one of those things, and I, now I don't know what it is. So, And he never writes anything anywhere. So. I mean, that makes sense to change it all the places if you just got the one. Yeah, for sure. Cha. Cha. Oh, God. Did you say that because I now sound like a Southern Californian person? No, uh, I, <laughs> I say cha to annoy Katie all the time. <laughs> Fair enough. And okay. now it's just one of those stupid things that we may or may not say unironically. Yeah, I feel that. I'm getting that way with I'm getting that way with bruh. Like Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, we can't talk anymore if you're gonna start saying bruh to me. I know. It's not it's not that bad. I only as far as I know, I only use it ironically right now, but I use it so often. Hi Kitty. And also she's very hungry, so she's gonna be bothering us. 
Uh, Dennis is laying behind my guitar. She might be asleep for now. She was trying to eat this puzzle that's been on our floor for like six months. Oh, nice. <laughs> unfinished. Actually, she broke it more, so it's even more unfinished. It's even less finished, I guess one could say. D-finished. D, well, because it was never finished to begin with, right? Right. So. I feel like we're in like some weird philosophy conversation about <laughs> the glass being half full or half empty. Is the puzzle half complete or half incomplete? Whoa. Uh, it's it's not even <laughs> half. It's it's maybe an eighth. <laughs> we did the border and then we've got some cats. Because it's a cat puzzle, of course. Of course. Oh, did you guys get the... Okay, you know what? We should actually start so okay. we can have this conversation. <laughs> Greetings, folks. Blah, 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 65. What's up? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, wait. Was that, like, your real intro? No, I'll, I'll do a real okay. intro. Box Production.